My name is Bryce Kala, and I'm a dreamer. Both waking and sleeping, my rich and vivid imagination has been keeping life interesting since I was very little. So I'm going to share those dreams with you, and I'd love for you to share your dreams with me. Let's do this together in a little place that I like to call Somewhere in Dream World. everyone and welcome to the Somewhere in Dreamworld podcast episode 18. This is the podcast about all things dreams both waking and sleeping. My name is Bryce Kala. I'm your host as usual. I am not an expert in dream psychology. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a doctor. As a matter of fact, I didn't even do that great in school. A straight C student, but I really love psychology. I really love dreams. I'm really inspired by dreams. It's something that's followed me around my entire life, so I love talking about them, I love sharing mine, and I love hearing yours. So that's the reason for this podcast. Of course, this particular episode could have been brought to you by uh, Fleiswaters. Yes, Fleiswaters. If you've got a little pest in your home, or near your home, or just near your office, or near anywhere, and you're like, oh, that little pest, I don't want it to be alive anymore. Or perhaps that pest has six legs and wings and it goes and it flies around. You can swat that pest if you have a, a swatter, a fly swatter. Could you use a fly swatter on a spider? Yes. Could you use it on a centipede? Yes. Millipedes, yes. Any sort of pest you want to get rid of, you can do it with a fly swatter. Uh, I don't know why that's so over the top, but that's the ad. Fly swatters, get one today. That's what could have brought to you uh, this episode. Hey, in this episode, we're going to talk about school-related dreams. It is September it's back to school season. It's already started up. So let's talk a little bit about school related dreams. I know you've had them. I know I've had them. So we'll discuss them a little bit in this episode. But first, the news. Well, 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 we've got some shows for you in the improv world. I'm sorry to say that Huge Theater did not meet its capital campaign. Unfortunately, a major lender backed out of the campaign, and so the building they were looking at, ha that, that opportunity has passed. But Huge is still running and going strong. It's a wonderful place and a wonderful community, and they're still raising money for an eventual new home somewhere else. So please continue to send your donations into Huge Theater. I love the place. It makes me who I am today. Uh, so so thank you in advance for that. Uh, as far as Huge Theater is concerned, I'm performing in two shows that are currently running. Friday's in September and October, Super Showdown. This is a show I created about super beings fighting WWE style. It's very weird. It's very ridiculous. It's over the top, but it's all kinds of fun. Please come and check that out. We're opening up for the Bearded Company at 10.30 p.m. on Fridays throughout September and October. And then 
on Saturdays at 8 o'clock p.m., I'm in a show called Kabam, which is the improvised superhero comic book story. Uh, this is my third year in Kabam. I've always loved this show so much that before I got cast the first time, I created Super Showdown because I wanted to be in something like it. So literally, you could see me in two of basically the same show, back to back, Friday, then Saturday. So that's kind of fun. You get to see me in two different shows that are basically the same <laughs> um, as far as music goes for midnight notion we are playing again uh, well not again but our skyway gig that was scheduled for last month ended up getting canceled and that was a real bummer but skyway's real awesome they offered us another gig there so on september 14th that's this saturday just a couple days away we are going to be playing in studio b with crushed into place Drawn and Mild Manor, and uh, I haven't actually played with Drawn yet, but Crushed in His Place is uh, is near and dear. Met them last December, and their drummer became my drummer. So Sam will be playing double duty that night. Uh, this has happened multiple times, actually. And then Mild Manor, I got to do an improv set before they played their music set. They're a wonderfully talented group of musicians, and I can't wait to see them on the stage again, uh, this time sharing music with them. So that'll be fun. Then the next day, literally the next day on September 15th, that's a Sunday, uh, we'll be playing at the Poor House in Minneapolis for the Mill City Rock Off. This is the first time Midnight Notion is competing in a sort of battle of the bands situation. So everybody that's available to come, please do come. We want to see you. We want to hear your support. We want you screaming for the end of the night. It's, oh, it's actually an afternoon, so noon to 5.30 will be uh, somewhere in there for about a half an hour and then at the end of the event uh, there's a bunch of voting going on and uh, hey if you're there if you're loud and proud maybe Midnight Notion will move on and get some cool merchandise prizes and some uh, money for Guitar Center and we, there's even a show in Chicago I believe there's all kinds of cool things for the grand winners uh, but there's a couple of rounds to follow this one so let's make it through the first one and see where we go from there we'll see you at that show uh, last announcement December 13th mark that date on your calendar there may or may not I cannot confirm nor deny but I can pray Pretty much confirm that there may be another Holly Jolly Rock show. Shh, don't tell anybody, but also put it on your calendar. Those are the shows I have for you in the near and somewhat distant future. So we'll see you at those shows. Uh, come buy a CD, come buy a t-shirt. We got brand new t-shirts. And of course, uh, if you come this Saturday to the Skyway, please buy a ticket for the Sunday show at the Rock off at Mill City Rock, well, the Mill City Rock Off at the Poor House. So we'll see you at one of those. Come sing, come say hi, give me a high five. I love high fives. And hey, let's talk about some dreams. Speaking of dreams, how about we talk about dreams on the podcast? That's right. It is time to go to sleep. You know, one thing about always talking about dreams, always kind of analyzing what they mean and trying to figure out the, the, the hidden secret behind this mysterious thing that happens in our mind when we sleep, the more I talk about these things and figure them out, or hopefully try to figure them out, uh, the more relaxed they become. I don't know about you, but there's been a number of dreams in my life where it's just exhausting. You wake up and you almost feel tired 
tired because you you had such an adventure over the time you were sleeping that you wake up, you feel tired already from all the stuff your brain was doing. And it can be really exhausting, especially with nightmares. There's a lot of people who have nightmares on the regular and it can be really draining mentally. You know, you can wake up feeling defeated or sad or afraid or whatever that nightmare did to you. It can really affect your waking life. So what I find is talking about these dreams on the regular and really dissecting them, really trying to figure out what what they mean and what is going on in our lives at the time doing that on the often for me i don't have a lot of nightmares and it's really it's really just a matter of dissecting them now that i know or have a pretty good knowledge of what most of the dreams mean to me i'm watching for those symbols and and i'm it's helping me with my waking life but it's also affected my dream life now that's not to say that i never have nightmares i've ha I've, I've had some nightmares recently but i've noticed a great 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 decline in them ever since i started trying to diagnose them. So I encourage you to diagnose your own dreams. When you wake up in the morning, take a little note, write it down in a notebook and uh, or record it on a phone or hey, pro tip, you can call them in to Midnight Notion. You can call 612-643-0944 or you can email podcast at midnightnotion.com. Those are two great ways to get them out right when they're fresh, right when you wake up, because that's when you remember the most. So you get them out, get them on the page, get them in the voice recording, and then we'll talk about them. I'll talk about them on the podcast, and then maybe discovering the meaning behind them will help you get a better rest and maybe more relaxed type dreams. Or at least that's how I believe. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how I, I hope would help uh, help you in your life. So let's talk about school-related dreams, huh? It's September. Back to school. I am actually now in a new position. I don't remember if I talked about this in the last episode, but I have a brand new job with a company called Playworks. It's a great company. They go uh, to elementary schools and help kids learn how to be leaders on the playground. And then they also, uh, I, I get to help lead uh, games at recess and make sure everybody's conflicts are being resolved in a peaceful manner uh, that the kids aren't uh, it's not structured it's not like you have to play this game by these rules but it's just a way to kind of make play safe fun and inclusive for everyone so it's a really great company but part of the side effect of working in schools means that school is a very heavy thing on my mind all the time so that's why I brought up this this theme of this episode the school dreams uh, it's something really relevant to me and I wanted to talk about it too because this comes up for not just people who work in school or who go to school but there are a lot of people who have been out of school for 25 years 30 40 years and they're still having school dreams why that whole you get to your locker and oh what is the locker combination i cannot remember that locker combination or you go to class and oh no i'm not wearing pants i forgot my pants at home if you've ever had a dream like that you're not alone this is actually a very 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 common dream and what does it mean it doesn't mean that you're going to be going to school sometime soon you have to think about it literally but think about what's going on in your life what is stressing you out 
If you have a dream that you've forgotten your locker combination, maybe something wild is happening in your life, or maybe you have to keep track of a lot of things and you feel like it's so many things you just can't remember them all. Maybe it's time to start making lists or checking off, uh, you know, uh, making lists and checking things off. Maybe doing small things at a time so you can narrow down that list, or maybe it's time to start finding people who can help you with that list. Maybe that'll help you remember your a proverbial locker combination or if you're going to school and you're naked you forgot your pants or your shirt I had a devastating dream that it was winter and I got to school it, this was around fourth grade and I I, it, I guess it's not that devastating but I opened my jacket to take off my jacket to hang it up where we hang our winter clothes and it turned out I didn't have a shirt underneath and I was so embarrassed and I couldn't I couldn't get back home to get a new shirt so was I going to have to wear my jacket all day? Ooh, ooh, nerve-wracking, right? So those kinds of dreams are usually kind of in the insecurity realm. Maybe you're not so fond of your body or there's something that you're not comfortable sharing with the world, but it's weighing you down and you wish you had somebody to talk to about it. Pretty much most of the naked dreams seem to fall into that category. What is going on? What is in your brain that you wish could be out in public, but you're afraid to share it with people for fear of being judged negatively or for being uh, for fear of being looked down upon? Maybe that's what's happening in your life. So that's something to think on. What is going on in your life that reminds you of being in school and being looked down on or forgetting things? Uh, I want to call attention a dream that's actually been a recurring dream for me. Actually, school dreams in general have been recurring, but I know I've talked about on this podcast, I tend to have a lot of building dreams, a lot of crazy architecture, a lot of rooms and hallways, and I don't know if you knew this, but a lot of schools have a lot of rooms and a lot of hallways, naturally. So these two things combine for me fairly regularly. I guess I would not I would say I maybe have a school dream We'll say once every couple years, uh, but I had one recently. I'll get into that one. But one I one I've had a number of times is when I get to school and I'm feeling confident, and I'm feeling good, and the bell rings, and suddenly I don't know what class I'm in. There are so many classrooms in this school, and I have no idea what my class is. And after that class. I don't know what class comes next. It's kind of a middle school dream where you have to go from one to the next. And so usually in these dreams, I realize as everybody's going to their places, I don't know where my place is. And I'm afraid to go to the office to share that I don't know this stuff because I'm afraid that they might not know who I am or they might not have the list, uh, which is really not, uh, I mean, they definitely can find out where I should go, but there's something about the dream that keeps me from the office, or maybe sometimes, sometimes I don't even know where the office is, right? You're climbing stairs, I'm, I'm going downstairs, I'm going around hallways, I'm going up and down and around, and I just don't know where I'm going to go next, and I'm afraid of being late to class, but I'm also afraid because I don't know where to go. And I think that this dream comes to me a lot because, one, 
the 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 architecture dreams the many room dreams they typically mean you have a lot of options in your life and you're maybe not sure of where to go and usually in those dreams i feel pretty confident about the layout i feel very like i'm usually exploring i'm interested in the rooms uh, i'm never really feeling lost but in these school versions of the dream i'm feeling very like i don't have a place and i can recognize within myself that I felt like a, a lone wolf a lot of times in my life. I've moved a lot while I was growing up. I always had to adapt and get new friends. I've never had that one person that I've known since kindergarten. And I guess the asterisk by that is there are people that I am friends with on Facebook that I went to kindergarten with, but I've never had that lasting bond with someone. I always had to, We uh, there would be a, several years at one school and then we would move and I'd had to re accumulate uh, or reacclimate myself to a new place and a new group of people. So some of those dreams come about in those times, but in my adult life, when those dreams come up, it's maybe because I want to be part of a community and I don't feel like I'm part of it yet. Maybe I just started doing improv and I, I feel like there's some place for me, but I don't know who the friends are that share the same beliefs or skill sets. Or maybe it's the rock and roll community when I try to play shows, but I don't know who to play with or what venues exist. It's usually feeling kind of lost and alone and and like I don't know what my place is that's almost a literal translation no I'm not in school no I'm not forgetting what classes I'm in I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of things on my plate I don't know which one to choose and I feel like the one that I do choose is the wrong one because there's so many others to choose from that it's just a law of averages situation where it's just something wrong around every corner. That's really devastating. It could really, really drag you down. So luckily, I don't have those dreams often. But I do want to tell you about a recent dream because... And I'm, I'm just telling you what it means already. This new job, I have a lot to learn. And I have four different elementary schools. That's thousands of kids I'm going to be seeing. And I'm going to be leading exercises with these kids. So that, I believe, is what fueled this dream. Very recently, about a week or two ago, I will, we'll say two weeks ago, here's how the dream went. I found myself as the teacher for fourth grade, the teacher, not just a guest, not a sub, not somebody who comes in for a half an hour. Most of my job is going to be teaching things for half an hour and I'm teaching uh, all day long to different classes. So it's the same thing over and over and over. But in this dream, I was the fourth grade teacher. And I was feeling good. I was feeling proud. I went into my classroom. Everything was all set up. I didn't have to do a whole lot of work to set up. The students came in. They were happy. They joyful. They sat down. And I started off with a get to know you stuff, you know, like, hi, my name is Bryce or Mr. Kala. And, uh, you know, setting up the uh, setting up a, a good rapport with the students. They were smiling. They were they were paying attention. They were having fun. Right. We started talking about what are the classroom expectations. And I turned around to the board and I looked at the chalkboard and it was filled with writing. And I go, oh, no, I don't have a spot to write more things uh, here. We are going to I was trying to, to keep that flow going. We built rapport. We're feeling good. And now I have nowhere to write. 
Okay, that's okay. I'm an improviser. I can figure this out. I picked up an eraser and I erased a section of chalkboard. And I don't know why chalkboard. We most schools are using whiteboards at this point, but in the dream it was chalk and it was kind of smearing. It wasn't a clean area and I was feeling kind of insecure about that, but whatever. We could get past it. So I start writing the classroom expectations and we got through. Whoo, made it. The lesson is wait a second. I looked down at my looked at my laptop and the lesson wasn't done. I had just only gotten through about five to 10 minutes of class and there is a, the rest of the day to go and I have no plans. Ugh, devastating, devastating. I don't know if you've ever been in a place in real life where you realized all of your plans, uh, you had plans for maybe an hour and it only took five to 10 minutes Oof, but that was the plan that I, that, that was all I had. I knew I was going to build rapport. I was going to write some notes on the board and then question mark. I don't know what happens after that. What do teachers do for the rest of the day? I had no training, no training whatsoever. I had no idea what to do. What do, are, are we going to just twiddle our thumbs for the rest of the day? And it was just devastating, right? I woke up just feeling, ugh. And I could tell you with complete honesty that I don't, I didn't ruin my day because I know exactly what that means. I'm in a new job. I'm learning a lot of things and I have a lot of things left to learn. I'm going to be leading classes, but I don't have lesson plans yet. Now, I'm happy to report that today we came up with some lesson plans. So next week when I start those lessons, I will be ready to go. So I'm proud to say that this problem is solved, but I know that a couple of weeks ago I was really anxious about it. So uh, there it is. Happy to report all things are well. Uh, but if you're having a dream similar to that, now you know the stress can be resolved. Think about those dreams. What do they mean? What do they mean to you? What's happening in your life? You might be able to wake up and, and go right away, right off the bat. Oh, yeah, that's what's bothering me. And then think about that problem. What can you do to fix it? No more nightmares after that. Congratulations, you've survived. Before we get into waking dreams, I want to say one more dream. I've been saving this dream since I started this podcast. It was several years ago. Uh, I've been saving it for the right time, and I feel like because it takes place on a school bus, this is the right episode to tell it. So we're going to end on a positive note for this dream. So what happened was I was on a school bus. Ooh, not super special, uh, but it was a magic school bus. Not the magic school bus, mind you. No Miss Frizzle. No, uh, nothing like that. But this school bus was flying, right? We were, I was, I was a passenger on a flying school bus. It was like an airplane, but the inside was literally a school bus. Exactly what you picture, uh, the, the brown seats, right? No seat belts, uh, but it was flying through the air and we were coming down. We were set to land somewhere in the Bloomington, Minnesota area and uh, which I guess is kind of by the airport, but something happened. One of the wings busted off and we all saw it from the inside. Oh, no, the wings, you know, and the other wing broke off and we're going to crash. We're, this is this is terrifying. We're going to crash. But I want you all to know that this wasn't a nightmare. For some reason, my brain triggered a response of people helping one another. We all on the bus, and now I don't know who these other people were, just 
nameless, faceless dream people. We all looked at each other and said, we can do this. We grabbed our hands. We linked arms and we started leaning. We would go lean, lean. And we tried to kind of steer the bus with our weight. We started balancing the bus out and aiming for a stretch of road that we could bring it down on, right? So this bus was coming in, but it wasn't nosediving. It had leveled out, and we were planning to just skid to a halt. So we we got together, we balanced our weight out, and then the, the bus driver slash pilot, I don't know what to call them in this instance, but because it's a bus, they were honking on the horn so that the drivers on the road would know we're coming in hot. We're not going to be able to land where we're supposed to. We're going to be landing on the road. So all together, we hung on to each other's hands and arms and we braced for impact. And this thing literally just smoothly landed on the road and cars were swerving out of the way, but we didn't hit a single vehicle. We did the lean thing again, lean, like turn, turn, turn. And we swerved it through the street, swerve, swerve, swerve all around traffic. Cars were moving out of the way. The pilot was hanging on the horn. Everybody was acknowledging where the other, uh, where pedestrians were, where cars were. And we managed to steer this this thing to safety and it skidded to a halt and we all survived. And I woke up feeling like I had the best adventure of my life. It was thrilling. I survived a plane crash. I woke up the next morning feeling like I could take on the world. And you know what, friends? I believe that we can all take on the world if we just have that right attitude. I'm going to confess one more thing to you as we're coming out of this. I was feeling really low this week, really, really low, feeling defeated. I had this thought in my head that the art that I was making was not important to anybody. And I was really, really dreading the idea of doing a podcast episode. I thought to myself, I might actually not release this episode in time. But I started thinking, I, I slept on it, I held back one extra day, um, and, and something about today inspired me. I looked to some of my idols, and I realized that when you stop, when you stop, that's the moment that you've failed, right? So maybe not enough people are listening to the podcast. Maybe not enough people are subscribed to my YouTube. Maybe not enough people are coming to shows or listening to the music or seeing improv. But you know what? I love my art, and I'm important too, so I'm going to keep making my art for me, and if nobody listens, that's okay, because the art is good enough for me, it's important to me, and that's why I'm here, that's why this podcast exists, so if you have something that's important for you, I want you to land that bus, you can reach out to your friends, you can link arms, you can grab hands, and make sure that your dreams come true. Land that bus safely and, and, and everything will eventually, maybe not in the time that you want it to happen, but it will eventually work out, I promise. And now, it's time to wake up. You know, my friends, my only waking dream is that someday, someday, I don't have to beg my own friends and family to listen to my music, to come to shows, to see shows, to listen to the podcast. I don't have to I don't have to beg. My dream 
in waking life is to find my audience. So if you're my audience, thank you so, so much. I would love for you to share this with your friends and share it with their friends and spread the word out about this art. Now, I know I literally just said that the art is enough for me, and it is. I promise you, I love doing this stuff. I love talking about it. But you know what you could do? You could make my dreams come true by sharing it with your friends and having them share it with their friends and spreading the word. Because really what matters uh, uh, about uh, when it comes to sharing things, word of mouth is the absolute best marketing tool. If this is something you're into, share it. Talk about it. And actually, I'm going to one-up this dream, not just my dream for me, but my dream for the entire world is that we speak up more often when we see or hear or uh, anything positive, right? I recently stayed in a hotel and it was great. And the reason I stayed in that hotel, that specific one, was because of the reviews online. Not all of them were negative, right? But as you're reading through those reviews, you see so many, oh, this was bad and this was bad. And this, we talk up, we speak up when things go wrong, but we don't speak up enough when things go right. So if you see something you love, tell someone about it. Not just the person you saw, but someone else. Share those positive memories with others and really spread the word because positive memories are good memories and the person who made that art would be very, very thankful for that support. Speaking of support, thank you so much for sticking around for 18 episodes of the Somewhere in Dreamworld podcast. Several more to come. Remember, once every month on the 12th, a new episode. Next episode, maybe we'll get into some Halloween stuff. We'll see. Submit those dreams to podcast at midnightnotion.com or phone them in at 612-643-0944. I'd love to share your dreams on this podcast as well. I'd love for you to like, share, and subscribe to all the platforms. But more than all of those things, I would love for you to sleep well, dream well, and be well.